Grey's Anatomy private practice. I can't say it. <laughs> Whatever. It's the crossover event part two. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Grey's Anatomy Private Practice Fan Podcast Part 2. That's it. <laughs> Cliff Ravenscraft here. Uh, I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And, yeah, we're going to talk about that Grey's and Private Practice we thing. We are. Yeah. That, as soon as we finish out this little intro music. I, I'm looking forward to it All right. tonight. Cool. Yeah, I am too, actually. Stephanie. We're going to talk about this episode. Where do you want to start? At the beginning. At the beginning. Where did it start? It's a very good place to start. Oh, come on. We're not going to go with another old (laughs) sound of music thing, are we? Why not? Because we're here to talk about Grey's Anatomy Private Practice Crossover Event Part 2. You opened that door. Okay. Okay. So this episode was an actual... Did you want to say something? I said, let's start with your notes. Oh. I was about to, but... But if you want to point out that, yes, this was actually a, cro- a crossover. Exactly. That's y- what, You I, may do so. You read my mind. So we had, let's see here, Addison, Archer, Sloan, Naomi, Derek, and Sam. It was like a, like old friends got together again. Mm-hmm. Do we know how they all knew each I mean, obviously... College. Was it college? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. So well, I don't all... think so. Yeah, they they had said that. Okay, very cool. So Derek called Archer a coward. He did. I like that. Derek... I did too. I think it's the only reason that that Archer had surgery. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because it was it was an ego thing mm-hmm. at that point. I enjoyed the story of of Derek and uh, you know basically saying, "Oh, sorry, we can't do this." and who was it that talked him into it? Was it Sam? Sam came in and says, you know, how would you get rid of this one? Right. It's like, well, yeah. I mean. Just is do it, it one at a time. Is he really that dumb that you couldn't have thought that one through first? Um, no, I don't. No, I don't think that, that he is is that dumb. I think that he didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like Archer. He never has. And I think that the relationship was getting in the way of the medical practice. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I think. I, I think that he didn't want to. He wanted there to be no way that he could do it. Right. You know, the last person that you want on your operating table is your ex-wife's brother. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. That's just... Yeah, but I don't know. I One of the things that I really um, thought about during this was the fact that... Uh, Actually, I just completely lost the train of thought. Nice. You like that? I did. I started talking and I... <laughs> now you I was, know what it's like to be inside my head. No, but seriously, I, I hadn't... I, I thought that I could come up with something fancy to say before you, I yeah, I got no, there and, I, no. and it just went there. It's like I was trying to make up something. <laughs> I was actually thinking before I actually started on that uh, really crazy uh, yeah. thing that I was going on there. I, I was thinking, how do you think they did with the... I mean, obviously, Grey's Anatomy was the main show mm-hmm. uh, for the first half. But I think Grey's Anatomy was the main show for the second half as well. Do you think... Yes. That- I, I actually was surprised that they even wrote in... I, I was surprised that, that the private practice characters were even in it. 
Really? I was. That anything happened at at Oceanside. I, is it wellness? Oceanside yeah. Wellness? Yeah. I think so. Anyway, I but I'm glad that they did, even though it was a small, you know, yeah, small thing going on. I, I'm glad that they did. We're gonna jump all over the place there. here, if you guys don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, so, I want to just say how awesome it was to hear Charlotte say exactly what I said last week. Absolutely. And I also said in familyfromtheheart.com. I should be your best friend. Yeah. There comes a time, you know, it, 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 I understand that she's your best friend, uh, but there, and and she, I forget exactly how she said it, but there comes a time when somebody else has to be, you know, has to become more, and how important she they're, is. But, they're, I, I understand she's your best friend and she's important to you, but there comes a time when another woman needs to become more important, more important. to you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm yeah. I'm I'm supposed to be your best friend. You know, if we move forward, I'm supposed to be your best friend. Absolutely. And I loved all the things. I mean, what what was up with the triple date? You know, it's like we're going out to lunch together, the three of us. I'm like, Come well, I on. think that he he in his mind can make it work, and that's because he he's a man. Yeah. And um, they have a sensual thing going on. Who? Regardless if they think it or not, it, the the whole Cooper and Violet thing. Oh yeah, it, how can I mean he's completely blind and oblivious to it. I mean, there, Charlotte and I mean if if there is no doubt in my mind that if Charlotte and uh, Cooper were to get married, that Violet it, a friendship with Violet would be an extramarital affair. That there's just no question mm-hmm. about that. It's it it's too weird. And I love how she keeps saying it's like, and you're going to go in there and I'm going to come in and, and she's going to be asking for a, a puke bucket or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and you're going to be doing things with your kid. And, and, like, and I so get where she's coming from. And I'm glad that she put her foot down and it, it's got to be one way or the other. It can't be both. Right. Because both may work for him, but in the long run, both is not going to work for Violet or obviously it, it already doesn't work for Charlotte. Right. But there will come a time where it won't work for Violet either. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jumping right back all over the place. Uh, we have somebody in here that is a friend of Gray and the chat room and says mm-hmm. the biggest problem I have with the fact that uh, had was the fact that Addison went into surgery after she had been drinking all night at the bar. Isn't there a liability thing? Weren't they all drinking all night? So, yeah. I mean, Derek was too, right? Yeah, I think so. I well, you know, <clears throat> it is TV, I guess. It it it, it it's crazy. I mean, it's it absolutely is. ludicrous that that. Yeah. Anyway. But just because they, I mean, they did show them having a drink, but just because they were out having a good time doesn't mean that they necessarily drank all night. Yeah, but still, I mean, you, you, well. Maybe as much as they drink it, just they can handle their liquor. Maybe. Who knows? So let's see here. I've got an, in my notes here, I have aneurysm woman and husband. So uh, okay. it turns out that Excuse we thought in, in the second half of this episode that maybe they were going to lose one or the other. Right. But it turns out that both were saved, except that at the end, there's this. At the end, cliffhanger. they throw you a curve. Exactly. She starts to get a little bit. Well, she made no sense. Exactly. Yeah. What did you think about having Bernard in the first uh, episode? Uh, nah, it, it didn't affect me one way or the other. Yeah, it it wasn't it really a very didn't. good. I mean, obviously the the point there was to to bring up the relationship. Poor actor. What? 
no, and I just, he just can't yeah. get a good rule. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I just feel bad for him. Anyway, Chris was says um, he was looking for Rose. Yeah. Mm. What were you gonna say? I was gonna. I was, the I was relationship say- between. That's where I cut you off at. Okay, I was gonna say he was just there to show to to add more backstory to Owen and okay, and right. the fact that his daughter, I guess, was his ex fiance. Is his ex fiance? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What you just said. How do you break up with someone in a two line email? <laughs> that's just. Uh, I want to know. If what, I come home, we're done. I I want. That's not even a whole two lines. That that's okay. That's one sentence. But, um, yeah, so now I want to know what the email said, (laughs) just out of my own curiosity. But I do, I do love that character. I love Owen Hunt. I really do. Do you? I do. Yes, there's just something. He kind of gets on my nerves. No, I love him um, at at the end of the first half when he was... Or I guess at the end of of um, are you Grey's Anatomy? Thank you. You're not here tonight, are you? I'm I'm all over the place. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. I've kind of been sleeping inside my body all day. I know it's, you had a long day. Well, no, I'm just saying. Have you ever woke up in the morning? And thought about the first thought out of your mind is, is going to bed at night. When can I take a nap today? Yeah, you know that's not going to be a good day. That that's the kind of day I've had today. Although yeah. I didn't get that nap that I was oh so desperately seeking. So Owen and you like him? Owen, why? And I like him because at the end he says I call my mom once a week. Okay. But I know that it will break her heart if she knows that I'm home and looks at me and knows that I'm not the same boy that she. I'm not the same son. That she sent to war. Right. And I think that that is, I think that that is, there's something respectable about that to be able to say, you know, I know that I'm not the same man and, and I'm changed and he has some things in himself that he needs to deal with before. I mean, he's letting her know that he's alive. He's, you know, but there are some things in himself that he needs to deal with. Before he can see her. Right. But he's, he, and so what you're saying is he has still not told his mom, though, that he's back. No, he hasn't. That's yeah, crazy. he said he hasn't. So anyway, they gave us some possible lines in the, uh, the, uh, chat room of, of two line breakups. Yes, I, I saw a couple that's, let's see here. One place where I got distracted at. Is that what, that's what happened. You were reading the chat room while you were talking. I was. I I can't even scroll up. So anyway. But one of them was, um, I don't love you anymore. I don't want to marry you. Goodbye. Goodbye. And then, and Stephanie says, we are done. Goodbye. Nice. Although she put it on one line. So. Okay. So that's technically not two lines. But. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) No, I just wonder what. I'm just trying to think. What would a man who has been to war, seen their his entire um, unit die. He's the only man that survived out of his entire unit. And what he I mean, we've already seen he's messed up. He's I have some problems. Will you go out with me anyway? And yes, absolutely. I will go out with him anyway. (laughs) I love this character. Okay. 
I do. No, I, I, I think. I mean, I understand. It. I mean, it's a real issue, and and, and I, I <clears throat> obviously, you know, I, I, I don't. I'm not able to relate to what's going on there, but uh, I totally get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying, and uh, you know, it. I don't know. Thank you, Chris. What's going on in the chat room? Oh, Chris said, Chris? just come back when you have better two lines. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, you have to watch Lost and listen to the Weekly Lost podcast to even know what that means. Exactly. But people are giving me a hard time now. That, so. And they thus they should. They should. I enjoy it. As long as they can. Here's the thing. When I was growing up, I have lots of brothers, if you didn't know that. And was that, when I was growing up at home, um, I had one brother who loved to pick on people, mm-hmm. but couldn't stand to be picked on back. And my dad would always tell him, don't dish it out if you can't take it in. And so, anyway, Got I it. can take it as long as they can take it back. Now, Stephanie. Clifford, what else you got on that thing? Well, I got some things on here. But um, I just want to make it a point that we state, and we're not going to talk about certain characters just now, because we have to randomly say this, because I meant to say this before we started recording. Although although we have been spoiled by people on Twitter and various other things about certain things, we will not even hint to or allude to mentioning them here, such things here. Absolutely. So with that said, we're I just agree. immediately going to start talking about Sloan and Lexi. I am I don't know. What do you what what do you think about Sloan and Lexi? What do I think about Sloan yeah, and Lexi? The, well, you're the only other one in the room, so you're the one I'm talking to. Well, I you know, I I think that she's right for saying, you know, hey, I can't I don't want to talk, you know, this, this relationship isn't happening until Right. You, you go public and you're able to talk about this and stuff like that. I, th- I think that that's only fair. Right. You know, hello. I, I, I'm more than just a, a toy in the middle of the night. Absolutely. Uh, that That's pretty, pretty obviously. So they keep, obvious, they keep, um, is it, would it be Mac? Was, I guess. Um, in the chat room is got preschool in quotations because she's been referred to several times as a preschooler. Yeah. What kind of age difference are they talking about? Like 10 years? 15? I'd, I'd say a minimum of 10 to 15 years. Okay. Seriously, minimum. that's still not that... I'm saying minimum. I know. That's a... Not when you're dealing with an immature boy like Mark Sloan. I don't care. No. <laughs> We're talking life experience here. Okay. She has none. He has some. So he's been around the block a couple more times than she has. It uh, doesn't mean that... He's been around the world a couple more times. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to be nice. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I... I agree that... that, we, that I agree that in the chat room, I agree that women mature faster than men, but they're, I'm saying that, that, that she's still quite young, extremely naive. You think? <clears throat> Who, Lexi? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Dude, she's she's stealing stuff from she a ho- from a hospital to decorate their apartment. She was. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying so. Okay. It got silent in here. We're going to have did. to close okay. down the chat room for you because you will not talk to me. I know. I'm sorry. I I don't know. I I like I like Lexi and Mark. I I think that the I and think it's I a, think that just because 
someone's naive doesn't mean that they can't. No, I'm not saying that they shouldn't get together and, and shouldn't be together. I mean, if, if two people are in love and that's the relationship that they want to pursue, I mean, that, that and, and it's, you know, legal, which it is in their case. I mean, that, that, that that's fine. I mean, I'm not against or okay. oppose that relationship, okay. but you're asking me, is there a reason for people to maybe kind well, no, of I, I look at it and that say, there is a reason wow, that-, that seems a little odd, Mark. You're, I mean, it's kind of like the... You know, when when I was dating you, uh, you were 16 and I was, what, 22? 22. And everybody says, Cliff, you're robbing the cradle. And I was, they were absolutely right. It was, it was, it, it was, I it know. was weird. I married an so, old man. I got it. And we are less years Understood. apart than, than what they're supposed okay. to be. Okay. Well, that that's all I was asking was what, you know, I still think that they, they, should be together i like that relationship sure that's fine i i, I think that it has potential i i actually like the relationship too i, I wish it didn't start off as a sexual thing as right. as as i would wish for all relationships but you know sometimes that that does happen and mm-hmm. and i would hope in the same way that that they could find something to base their relationship on beyond that mm-hmm. and i'm glad that lexi's at least standing up for herself in in those in in at least some of that aspect. So. Okay, very good. I agree. What so, else you got? I got Addison doesn't pray three times. Three times they made a point to say that Addison doesn't pray. Addison doesn't pray. Addie doesn't pray. She doesn't pray. Even then- she said <laughs> he doesn't know who I am. Yeah, I like how she says I'm trying to p- pray, but I don't know how because I only go to church on Easter and, <laughs> and Christmas. Christmas, like so many others in the world. But um, yeah, it, it's th- they made a big point about that. Yeah, well, the thing, the thing is, is I really enjoyed Callie's prayer. Although you know, yes. as as much as yes. you know, I may feel about certain things, I will tell you that that was a completely valid prayer, um, and and it is a good example of how to pray. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it is. I mean, it, it's just a conversation. With God and I and I, I if if nothing else I'm glad they showed that and I sh- and when she says do you really believe in, in in all this and she says well sometimes and then she says most of the time right e- even when I don't want to I do and so I just I mean I think it's kind of cool it was that the the chapel's not something I remember seeing in Grays up until this point although I'm not saying it's never been there but this is the first time i remember seeing the chapel and i i like seeing it in this light i think right. it was you know it was great to see i think they did a good job you know when when things are at when you are at your wits end where did she turn she went somewhere where she she needed help yeah and and right yeah you're right so anyway i just so, I, I like that scene it was a good scene sadie kept screwing up george <laughs> offers to kind of mentor her right and she says she doesn't need help, and then she quits. Yeah. So she. So she why just was she gave there? Up. Why I was she know. there? She was this there. I think she was there because Meredith was her buddy buddy, and they, you know, backpacked through Europe, and I think that she was there looking for. I think that she friend. Was, I think she was there for something else in this story, and right around the time Brooke, is it Brooke Smith? Mm-hmm. Right around the time they got rid of Brooke Smith, 
they decided, well, they have to change why she's there. Okay. And and, and I think that completely ruined an entire storyline. Uh, okay. If I'm not mistaken. Cause I, and, and of course, it wouldn't be a spoiler now. It would just be talking right. about changed, changed plans. But if I'm not mistaken, I believe that uh, the spoiler that I read prior to Melissa George coming to the show was that um, Melissa George was coming to be uh, showing up in Meredith's life again, that they were friends in the past, but yet they were more than just friends. Right. That she had she had a background of, of yeah. that and that that perhaps even Derek. And yeah, it was that that's what I had read. I don't know if it's true or not, mm-hmm. but but there was certainly an article about it. I remember reading it way, mm-hmm. w- probably about two weeks before they let go of Brooke White. Right. But I, I loved the, I loved the little speech that Meredith gave her when she came out from her meeting with the chief and and said that she quit. And she's like, "What happened to that girl?" You know. And Meredith was like, "She's right here." You know, I've I've got to go to work. I want to go to work. I want to do these things. I want to be here. And I, I just got it really just felt to me like two friends who one grew up and one never had to. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. and so anyway, <clears throat> is it I, think I liked it, Meredith's lines that they wrote for her there. Although Stephanie, Stephanie wrote something in the uh, chat room. Stephanie, I'm um, not allowed angel, to follow the chat room. Angel angel uh, girl or something mm-hmm. anyway um I, I think it's safe to say now that melissa george is moving on I, I don't think it's a spoiler to let you know that because obviously they showed tonight that right. she's quitting she's leaving and she had an exit uh so i'm not sure if she'll be in the next episode or not she may she may not um, that i don't know but uh she's she's got something else that she's becoming a part of isn't she I don't know, but uh, but that that we do know, and know. and there have been several people that knew that mm-hmm. in advance. So anyway, uh, I think Chris said something about the fact that maybe uh, Lexi went to the chapel to pray that she didn't break Mark Sloan. Do you remember that? I I do. I think I, I do. I think maybe we do. So yeah, very cool. Forgotten all about that. Got it. Very awesome. All okay. right. So, and of course, we just talked on. about her. And then, um, oh, I, here's a good discussion. What about Bailey, who's trying to put, you know, um, Sam and Naomi back together? I wanted it to work. I really did. I think it will. Do you? Absolutely. Do you really think Archer and Naomi? No. I mean, did you hear what he said to her in this episode? It was so obvious uh-huh. that, that, you know, he's just using her. I don't want to talk about Archer, but um, why not? Because I'll say words that you'll have to bleep oh, out. Yeah, don't do that. And um, but the actor does really good at playing it. Yes, <laughs> he can, does. You I can, mean, you can say a double uh, dollar sign. Okay, he's being an ass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, you said I can say it anyway, but I mean they've really written him <laughs> as I know. We, I know anyway. Um. They they really have written that part as just a complete creep, and he plays it very well. Now, Shelly in Green Bay says, oh, I thought Bailey and Sam were kind of flirting. And I kind of saw that at first, but no, I, the more I thought about it, she was like saying, mm-hmm. how in the world does a girl like that 
let a guy like um, right. leave a guy like you know, to go for that. And and what she was doing is like trying to get him to think, yeah, what? How about that? You know? And and through, I think it, through the entire episode. It's like these hmm. two obviously need to be together. Now it seems awful weird that she would be so involved in that with with not really knowing either of them until yeah, this. Neither neither of them. It just seems a little bit contrived to me. I but I liked it because I did that too. is where I mean, you know. That's what I want. I want to see Sam and Naomi together. Yes. And I loved that he I loved when he found out that that it was an allergic reaction. Yes. And he is like, ha, ha. You know, that was that was really funny. But um, that wasn't what I was going to say either. Um, <laughs> but you so did. I did. I, I don't... I was going to say when he found out, but all of the convincing that he had to do of himself up to that point, just, well, you're not paying any attention to me either. I don't know why the, what's the big (laughs) deal that I wasn't paying attention to you? I don't know. I wasn't in the middle of a conversation while reading the chat room, I think is probably the big deal. I have three children. Most of the time I can multitask. (laughs) Most of the time, but you weren't doing so. No, I wasn't. Very good. And I stopped following the chat room. I got you. Now I've followed the chat room. When you're done, I have the next conversation to bring up. Well, moving right along, because if you're not listening to what I am, I'm saying, I'm I'm li- we- I, I was going to <laughs> pretend to listen and see if I could catch the second half of your sentence there. And I was going to pretend that I could maybe have the entire context of the conversation and say, and if not, I was just going to say, I totally you? agree. <laughs> You don't know how many times you look like the biggest dope on these podcasts because you do that. Stephanie, I do know how often I look like the biggest dope because I listen to these podcasts. You don't listen to all of them. Not all of them, but I listen to a lot of them. Okay. Unlike somebody else in this pot, in this room who's... How many podcasts of ours have you listened to? Hmm. I bet you could count You're talking on- to the person over here, right? <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, yeah. This is enough um, fake bickering, by the way. I don't. I, I don't like to listen to myself. It, it's we're quite talking, irritating. Please tell me what you were saying before I so rudely I have ignored no you. Idea. What well, I then was I saying. will tell you that Shelley said it was absolutely hilarious. Where um, Archer was sitting there, bla- you know, just crying like a baby, <laughs> and he was confessing to everything he's ever done bad. Yeah, and it turns out that he had nothing. 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 And I, I love the way that Derek comes in and tells him. <laughs> he's just like, look, if you, um, you know, it was good. It was good. And Chris has resorted. And to- then the look on his face was was priceless. Yes. The look on Archer's face was priceless. That was priceless. Chris has now resorted to uh, writing in a mustard color on a white that background. That cannot be seen. Although I think it says something about the I sassiness is what they have come to love. It is the sassy stuff that we have come to love. Well, we Sweet. will continue our fake bickering. Well, now that I know that more people love sassy stuff other than just Mark... <laughs> Oh, you know more people like our sassy stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just as long as it's not all sassy on the Lost Podcast, because we got to stay on topic there. Just what? kidding. Nothing. It okay. doesn't matter. Postpartum psychosis, Stephanie. That story I can relate to. I didn't have it, 
but, but I can. But you understand. I understand. It's just some of the thoughts that go through a mom's mind that, wow, I feel even awful knowing that that thought even entered my mind. Yep. It's, it's, it is, I think that, um, I think that Violet even said it's a vicious cycle. You know, at first you, you can't sleep because of the baby's needs and then that leads to depression and then the depression starts to affect your sleeping and you just, it it, it is insane adjusting to having a new baby. Right. And then when, you know, it just gets out of control. But I loved when they were talking to the husband and he's like, I didn't even see it. He's like, I'm, I'm tired too. And... Um, and it, it was Pete who said, but she didn't let you in, you know, because there is this, I think that, that with, with a lot of women, there is this guilt that comes when you can't just, you know, pick up your baby and, and take care of them the way you think you should, or, you know, you just want the crying to stop. And or you just want, you know, I just want some sleep. Yeah. Well, there there was a moment when we thought that this was going to be another episode back to back from last week's episode where the mom was just going to abandon the child. I did for a moment. And and I'll tell you, it was almost it's it's a it's a more it was almost a more tragic story to learn what we learned that she had to go through that what she had gone through and what Mm -hmm. was going on with that situation. But in a way, knowing that it's a medical disorder <clears throat> and something that is treatable. Absolutely it is. And I hope that nobody watched that this show and judged her or judged other women because it is a medical condition. It is um, serious. And a lot of times it is more than a woman can handle. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is important. I think that uh, when a woman delivers a child, that that she really does have a lot of help um, during those first six to eight weeks. Oh, even at, it's, but sometimes it can happen months later. Really? Yeah. I mean, sometimes postpartum depression can n- not really show symptoms until months later. Hmm. I mean, this baby was when when Violet was holding. The baby on her on her hip. This baby had head control and could sit up, and I mean, so this baby is several months old, probably six, you know, five to six, maybe even seven months old. Right. This was not, you know. Okay. Okay, and and so the the but one thing that I thought also when the dad when the dad said, you know, I'm tired too, was or that was just a continuity error. <laughs> On their part. I thought the baby the, was maybe two or three months. A, a two or three month old baby, you wouldn't hold on your hip like that. Okay. Has it been that long for you to hold I don't a baby? remember seeing. I, I was kind of okay. taking notes and other okay. stuff. So Were you, were you stacking sheep? I was not stacking sheep. <laughs> I was I was taking notes and searching Twitter and okay. wondering anyway. what's going on with Joaquin Phoenix and I, David Letterman. Right. Okay. Gotcha. And but, why they were the top two names in the Twitter search out of the top 10. <laughs> Mark says Steph is the queen of figuring out when they are using older babies. Yes, she is. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I I just think that they should be more cautious about how they cast babies. Um, 
I, w- I was going to say something. You were not. Oh, I don't believe I was, you. Oh, no. When when the dad was saying that he was tired also, you know, I'm tired too. And I just don't. He leaves for work. He has adult contact. And when you are, I love my job. Don't get me wrong. I love being able to have the ability to stay home with my children. But when you go for days, sometimes even weeks, without adult contact, there's just really no sanity left to be had. Right. There really isn't. And I had, my first baby was, how how is she describing, she was describing her baby and she said um, she was so easy when she was in there. You're talking about when she was pregnant. Right. And, and she's, she's stubborn and she's this and she's that. And I was just like, wow, she's got Megan. (laughs) And there were times when in, now I went back to work after I had her and I'm telling you that probably saved us from a lot of emotional issues with me because that child was stubborn and and headstrong and um completely uncompliant from the moment she was born right and still is it, it was a great learning process you know mm-hmm. um so I, anyway i i'm not gonna continue on but i could relate with this mom and see the situation as as the dire concern that it is and not not judge her Gotcha. Do you have any idea what I just said? Nope. I didn't think so. That's but, why you have to listen to all these. I don't have to listen because <laughs> I hear it the first time. <laughs> I checked out after you said, um, I was saying he goes to work. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, I understand. Seriously, I was listening to more of them that I, I heard that. You know, he has adult conversation, too. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Seriously, though, we do have some voicemail. And I want to play that real quick. I, I didn't recognize that we had some of this, but we do. And maybe that'll help take the... Uh, probably from like months ago. <laughs> no, it's from July 13th. No, I'm seriously. It's January 13th. So here we go. This is... Hello, my name is Urshala Brown, and I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. And I'm calling about the Grey's Anatomy um podcast. I wanted to um, say that I kind of disagree with you all about the um, chief obsession with being number 12. Um, When it comes to graduate education, especially like a professional um, degree, like being a doctor or a lawyer or an MBA, Ranking is very, very important, and the top students, they apply to the top programs. When you're number 12 and you're out of the top 10, the top students tend not to apply to you, and you end up getting the students who want to go to a top school but really aren't top students applying. So it is a big deal to be a teaching hospital and to be ranked number 12 and not being a top 10 especially when you're in a same when you're in the same city as a school as a, yeah as another teaching hospital like Mercy West 
um, that is ranked higher. So he, he has a right to be concerned, and part of his job is recruiting top talent to his program. So um, don't be upset with the Chiefs for obsessing over 12 and bringing back the VCR, as Stephanie said. That's his job. His job is to maintain a strong program that brings in the stronger students. And being number 12, especially in a in a competitive environment like medicine, surgery at that, um, that isn't that good. So anyway, just wanted to let you know that. Hope you guys have a great day and keep listening. Oh, I'll keep listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. That was a great voicemail. What did she say, Stephanie? She said that uh, we should cut the chief some slack. Because oh, you that is. I just heard you giggling over there about something going on in the chat room. I was giggling because the entire time she was talking, I was thinking about my response. Oh, okay. Which is, I agree with her that as the chief of the hospital, he is responsible for recruiting new talent and um, and making sure that he is the best, even with and especially with a competing hospital in the same city. Mm-hmm. Such as Mercy West, like she brought up. But as the chief, I think he should also keep his interns from trying out procedures on their own bodies. And he should, there are so many other things that he could be, you know, overseeing. And you better believe I pointed out the moment he mentioned number 12 in this episode. Yeah, but he did. So, I mean, it was brought up. Number one, it wasn't it was, so. It was only one neurotic. time. It was only brought up in one time in this yeah. episode, and it was brought up in conversation that made sense. Absolutely. He wasn't just that going around with. ranting, ranting. I'm number 12, right. and it's your fault, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, this was. Take like, some responsibility. That's all I've asked him yeah. to do. Stop blaming it on, stop blaming being on number 12 on everyone else. Take responsibility and lead your hospital like you should. And then you can go out and recruit new talent and. (laughs) And Stephanie. And, you know, move yourself back up on the list. All right. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) Chris says that being number 12 is like being Steph's guest 25. (laughs) No doubt. All right. So good in our forum over at gspn.tv slash forum says, I was just as angry. I was just as angry. And it sounds like Stephanie was, as it sounds like Stephanie was about this crossover episode. This was from last week. Mm -hmm. You guys were absolutely right. Those promos should have been for this week. Uh, It really does annoy me. When the when they do that and Cliff, I really try to avoid pre previews as well. They tell us most of the show. I I was annoyed last week because during private practice they showed four previews for the next Grey's Anatomy. One of them kind of snuck up on me, and I had to close my eyes and sign to myself. Sign to myself. So that- sing to myself. Oh, okay, maybe. Yes, see, but she actually has this idea. Yes. Good. All right, it's a so, typo. It's it's not just me though. That's good. Uh, so and sing to myself so I wouldn't hear what they were saying. I love the whole Christina Hunt reflecting on Meredith's mom's journal. There's nothing. There's nothing like the feeling of when you like someone new and you accidentally make eye contact or touch, and it's electrifying. Mm. I will continue watching. However. 
Shonda is annoying me so much lately. <laughs> and I also dislike it on her their official podcast when they both yell, phone! Like everyone in the world isn't aware of that sound. Also, it's 2009. Can you not turn your ringer off for the 15 to 20 minutes that you bless us with your presence? No doubt. <laughs> phone! <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Yeah, I don't listen to their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I'm sorry, I'm knocking things over now. You are knocking things over. Unintentionally. I don't have any more notes. Okay. Um, that was it. Well, you did, and I you did didn't what? bring them up. Um, I have more notes? George had lines tonight <gasps> and a 30-second scene. He did? Yeah. I think this is... Kind of cool. I think this was the most number of lines that George had. Loved watching uh, Izzy play with construction paper and scissors <laughs> and glue and glitter. Yeah, yeah. Izzy was a little it crazy in this very, episode. Yeah, Izzy It's almost I as thought, if something's up with her. It's almost as if something might be wrong with her. Yes. And um, they did show several times that her depth perception is yeah. kind of off. She yeah. reached for the tape that Alex was handing her and, you know, it was off and... Um, oh, she couldn't see the scissors, so that was that's yeah. just like a vision impairment. I think anyway. it's her anemia kicking you in. You think it's her yep. anemia kicking in? I think okay. so. And um, so those were two things that you didn't talk about. One thing that I just thought about that I really loved was Alex talking to Addison about his his gravitational pull towards crazy women. <laughs> Present company excluded. Present company excluded, yes. <laughs> and how he was just talking about, you know, I love her and I want to stay, mm-hmm. but I see this train coming and I want to run. Yeah. And so, I mean, he knows that and something she says, is wrong. I didn't run, I walked. I didn't run, I walked. And Are you she happy? she could not answer the question if whether she was happy she or not. because she's not happy. I, I don't think she is. No. But I don't think she'd be happy if she had stayed either. No. I think she needs to define what happy is for her. I think so. I think she needs to have a well, little... Well, I think she went on a search for a baby and she hasn't had a baby. And I, I, think she, I think she needs to develop a life plan and develop yeah. some priorities in life and, and, and kind of set some long-term goals and, and stuff like that. But anyway, I loved that moment with Alex. I thought I, I really that was liked a good moment. it was it was a good moment and it it was a moment that was worthy of a note and you didn't even mention it so shame yeah. on you so sorry I let the ball drop there yeah no I, I really did I I am agreeing with Chris in the chat room really love I don't like Archer but I did really love when he was confessing his soul on the deathbed uh, just to find out. <laughs> He's an idiot and uh, doesn't have any more cysts. It's just swelling. So. Yeah. 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 So the hospital is going to get their story. And the, the crossover event of the century continues Continues next week. Concludes, Concludes next week. Which could mean that it carries out for the next five episodes. It could. Because we know that the promo department at ABC is absolutely moronic. <gasps> yeah. And did we mention that Shonda's doing a whole new series? She, she got, is like she's not torn enough. You know what, Shonda? Never mind. I'm just gonna shut my mouth right there. Until next time. 
<laughs> I did really enjoy it, though. Yeah. I, I did. And I, I did like that it was two hours continuous of the story and... Yeah, I, I felt mm-hmm. like I felt like private practice got gypped a little. They did a little, you know. It, but it, like I said, I didn't think that they'd be mentioned at all. Yeah, I, I think that I think that they got gypped a little. The the actors on the show, uh, private practice. Obviously, it's like we the had the grades na- people were working full time, and the private practice people were working part time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty much what I think. Overtime. Yeah. Not full time overtime. I mean, Del Del's entire line was, "Gee, have you heard anything yet? Have you heard yeah. anything yet?" And then, and then all of a sudden, and I love how they were all pretending to be worried, like they know him. Or yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But I understand them being concerned. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Stephanie, that's uh, that's this week's episode of uh, Combined Private Practice Grey's Anatomy. Something or other. I'm looking forward to the conclusion next week, though. You know what we need? I want to see how they finish it, how they wrap it up. You know what we need? What do we need? We need voicemails. We need voicemails. The door's closed, so you should see the, the whiteboard behind mm-hmm. me. If if people were to want to call in and, and maybe disagree or maybe even agree. Who would want to call in and disagree? I know. We're always well, I'm not right. asking because I don't want you to do that. <laughs> But anyway, I, that was the joke. If you had you some know, thoughts, only call if you have a good theory. If you had some, <laughs> nice. I'm kidding. I know. Again, I'm kidding. I understand. <sighs> if they, Stephanie, if they wanted yeah. to call, what number would they dial? They would dial eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. And if they wanted to program it into their cell phone, like in that little address book thingy, what number would they call or well, program in? <laughs> It'd be the same. We'll say it again just in case. 859-795-4067. And if they wanted to... Next week, I'm going to say it backwards. <laughs> and you can always go into the forum over at... gspn.tv slash forum. And there's a great as anatomy section, and you can actually leave some feedback, kind of like Good did in the uh, in the forum, and, and we'll maybe yeah. read that into next week's episode. Maybe. Just possibly. Anyway, we enjoy doing... This each week coming here and sharing our thoughts and feelings with you about these shows. Until next time, thanks for joining the community. Absolutely. Absolutely.